On the fourth edition of the pregame show for the Man Cave Sports Podcast, Tim and I are going over the UK-Georgia game and also the Alabama-LSU game. And we're also we kind of going on a rant about Louisville football. This and much more on the Man Cave Sports Podcast. Welcome, guys, to the fourth pregame show for the Man Cave Sports Podcast. We have a couple big SEC games today. Super huge. And we're going to get those in a little bit. But we've, we just got to mention this you know, before we get to these big games. Louisville is getting... They're in the red zone. They're in the red oh, zone. <laughs> they're getting killed by Clemson right now. 70... To 16. To seven, just scored. 70 to 16 now. Let me just tell you... We're back in the game. We're back <laughs> in the game. <laughs> Let me just tell you. I don't know how this could have possibly happened. Because the past two years... Let's just think about this. The past two years... You know, Lamar Jackson's Heisman winning year. They they were number three in the nation. That's their high point. And now and they were hanging with Clemson. Yep. And now it's this crap. It, it's Which all... I was expecting to get killed anyway, but your defense is allowing Clemson, their backups, to score seventy points on you. That how is... is how are you gonna let that happen? That's a definition. I don't of know how like how far downhill I don't know how this happened. How quickly this happened? How like how f- quickly they went downhill? Honestly, I don't know how it could have happened. I don't. I don't either. And I, you know, the only thing I can think of is they were just a paper tiger, off great offense, no defense, and the offense is no longer there anymore, and that's why they're terrible. Um, but I mean, this, this is just borderline insane. That's uh, like a score if you play an FCS team. So the first quarter it was close, fourteen to three. Then um, the next two quarters, Clemson rang up twenty-one to zero to Louisville, and then twenty-eight to six after that. And now it's tied in the fourth quarter, seven to seven. So if we forget all the other three quarters, we got a tie. Hey, we're tied. (laughs) (laughs) Like I said, okay. You know, we just I I grew up both fans of Kentucky and Louisville. And this is sickening. Like, why is this happening? Okay. Like, Petrino, what are you doing? Why are you still there? You should. You deserve to be fired after this game. Travis and Etienne, I think. It's uh, a, that's per, probably accurate. Yeah. Uh, eight rushes, 153 yards, 19.1 averages per carry. Now, that's just the first guy, okay? Then we got Tavion Feaster. Six rush yards for 101 for 16.8. And it gets better. Then you got Lynn Dixon, who's got two rushes for 59 yards. So we're talking <laughs> here. We're, we're just talking here with the running backs, okay? And their we're quarterbacks are a 400 not even, yard gain. Yeah. That's like. That's insane. And their quarterbacks haven't. Uh, Tra- Trevor Lawrence and. Uh, was his, uh, was his first name something Bryce Chris Bryce or uh, Chase Bryce Chase Bryce yes they they're not even they haven't even had to throw the ball no Chase Bryce is four completions out of five attempts for eighty seven yards Trevor Lawrence is eight completions for twelve uh, eight completions out of twelve attempts. 
for 59 yards for the grand total of about 146 yards passing to 400 yards rushing. This team is going to get destroyed for the rest of the season. Yeah. And Especially against I'm not I'm not Petrino you know, needs to be fired. He needs to be. I would honestly if 70 I was 70 points. If I was Louisville after watching this performance, I would fire him during the season. I would too. I would. I would too. And and you know they they got hopes in Kentucky. Kentucky's going to destroy them because they got. Let me just tell you. Running game. I don't want to try to call a game before it, before it's you know it. three weeks away. Louisville's going to get smashed. Yeah. Back yeah. Kentucky. I mean, if they're allowing four hundred yard rushing against Clemson, who's not in the past hasn't really been known for rushing. Yeah. They're going to get killed back Kentucky. Benny's going to run all over them. Their backup's going to run all over them. AJ Rose and. Like I said, I don't know. There's just no way. I don't know if there is any other team that took this much of a downfall in football, in college football. It's been a while. It's been a while. It's been a while. Yeah. You're looking at a team, like I said, two years ago. (laughs) One went away. (laughs) They were. Big went away. They were. Lost in the last last drive. They were about to beat Clemson at Clemson a couple years ago. And they were number three in the freaking nation. And yep. now they have this crap. Louisville fans should be upset. No they doubt. should be. This is so bad, they should be switching over to Kentucky side. Yeah. Yeah, it, it's, really, it's really, really bad. And, you know, UofL deserves a, a better team than this. They do. They do. This, this is, Especially this is with all the stuff that's been happening with other sports such as basketball. Let me ask you this. Who did who did uh, Petrino coach before U of L? His early days. Yeah. Brian no, no, Martin. no. Last like, before he Who's came Lamar to Lamar Jackson. No, Wait, before oh, the football uh, team. Arkansas. No, no. Right before he came Western to Louisville, Kentucky. Western Kentucky. Yeah. So, um, I wonder who would win that game right now. Louisville versus Western Kentucky. Well, I mean, Western you know, Kentucky I, would probably win again. Yeah, it just I'm just telling you because Louisville kind of lucked out on that one. Yeah, I know. I'm just saying, this is, wow. I mean, it, this is really a drop. I mean, it's a Again, huge drop. I don't think I've ever seen this much of a drop. Where you're going, you're winning eight to nine wins, uh, having eight eight to nine wins a season, and now you're two On and On the verge of establishing a, a, a premier football player. You're on the verge, especially with Charlie Strong. He started yes. something. Uh, he well, was on a good track. Because he was a good recruiter, especially in Florida, and that's where Teddy Bridgewater is, and we know how good of a college. And well, we talked he about was. this. Charlie Strong, that was a huge loss for him, and then they picked Petrino. And you remember when I when they picked Petrino, and I know a lot of U of L fans. Oh yeah, there's going to be good and all. Oh, this. he changed. No, yeah. like you know, it's like what Kevin was saying earlier. People don't change. No, especially when you're that age, fifty years old. Yeah, yeah. I mean you you. I I don't have I'm a loss of words right now and yeah. we were looking at Twitter and you saw some that said this a play that really describes Louisville football. I was afraid to look at the score because I hadn't seen the score yet. I haven't been I hadn't been paying attention to any scores so far. And I saw it was sixty three to nine. I was like, Hold on, we we got to check. It's been a couple minutes. Let's oh, see if we'll there's see been, if, uh, uh, no score yet. It's still oh. seventy to sixteen. Oh wait a second. Clemson is first and goal. 
Hmm. <laughs> it's a Louisville eight. Oh um, Dixon just rushed for 38 yards. <laughs> Wait a second. Uh, we got we got to do the re. Uh, <laughs> Dixon now has 97 yards rushing for three rushes for 97 yards, and he's averaging 32.3 yards a rush. That is just a. Um, that's just amazing. That's just amazing. It, it is. I guess I just I really don't know how. Again, this is the last thing I'll say about it. I really don't know how how quickly this was going to happen. Like honestly, like before the season has started, I was I was thinking, you know what, Louisville, they won't be as good as they were, and they'll have a down year, only win like five or six games. But they're on the verge of only winning two games. They're on the verge of going two and ten. Excuse me, score update seventy seven to sixteen. Oh now. my god, they scored <laughs> almost freaking eighty points. <laughs> oh my and, god. And let, let me remind everybody there's eight minutes and fifty two seconds left in the floor. I hope Clemson scores one hundred. <laughs> the the thing that's bad about it, okay? Here here's what's bad about it, Tyler. They have literally three Three rushing people that almost have a hundred yards. You got one, 153, 101, 97, and then 43. This is not them running up the score with their first or even secondary running back. They're on their tertiary and their fourth back right now. And they actually have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten people that have rushed in this game. Ten. I mean, that is insane. Ten people rushing. And uh, so, yeah. Um, Louisville yeah. needs God right now to visit him. And... <laughs> no, it's over. God God, <laughs> God left Louisville. Don't bring God in this. Don't God left in... Louisville this season. He was like, sorry, I'm, I'm going to give use all my fourth miracles. quarter tie, 7-7 seven, seven is 14 seven, I'm going to use God's like, you know what? I'm gonna switch from Louisville. I'm gonna go to UK this year. Yeah. <laughs> and let's just, you know, let's just take a break from Louisville and move to something a little okay, bit more I'll, happier. I'll chime for... in every once in a while with the score. Guys. All right. Uh, we'll we'll start looking at a team that's a little bit more happier. Yeah. Uh, for little, uh, for Kentucky people. So big game that's about to start up. Georgia, Kentucky. You know, we talk about this all the time. I don't think anyone was expecting. Uh, can, this Kentucky team to be in this position they are right now. Um, they, of course, they have, you know, people were thinking, yeah, this team's going to be a lot better than, this is going to be a good team than it has been in previous years. This is going to be the, one of the best teams in a while. But that wasn't really going to produce in wins because of how tough their schedule would be this year. Uh, so then starting off with the Florida game, shocking a lot of people. Made a lot of people happy about that. Finally ending that was a 32-year streak. Beating Mississippi State pretty single-handedly. That defense was suffocating. Then beating South Carolina. Should have been a win against against Texas A&M. But, you know, it was still a close game. Still good for Kentucky considering it's at Texas A&M over 100,000 people. That they almost won that game, I'll yeah. take that. No matter how heartbreaking that loss was. And then they come back the week after, or have a bye week, play Vandy. You know, they they yeah. stuck it out. That yeah. was a, another close game. 
And then against Missouri, winning the most improbable wins I've ever seen in the history of, of my time watching college football. Which, again, you know, Matt Jones says this. This, you know, this, and everyone else can say this too. This, the complete narrative for this Kentucky football team has shifted this year. Complete paradigm shift. Where usually all those close games goes goes to the opposing team, but Kentucky's finding ways to pull off these games, and they're finding ways to win. This team knows how to win, and for this game tonight or you know today, a lot of of course a lot of stuff's going to have to happen, but this is I don't think I'm crazy in saying this is a winnable game. This is a very winnable game, yeah, in my opinion. I, I really I, do. I, I, I'm not disagreeing with you. I do think, and uh, you know, I, I don't say this lightly. I don't like saying this, but I do think uh, Georgia will probably win this game. I hope I'm wrong. Please let you know. I I really do hope that I'm wrong, wrong in this in this area. But um, I definitely think Kentucky. It's not a slam dunk by any means. It's not. And if Kentucky's defense shows up, Georgia's in trouble. It's going to be a good game. Yeah. It's going to be a very close game. And, and I'll, and I, I'll call what, it to it right now. I think I'll, I'll draw it at 20 points. If Georgia gets to 20 or Kentucky gets to 20, they win the game. Because uh, Kentucky's defense is so good that I think if they, can, if they can score 20 points against Kentucky's defense, then Georgia deserves to win. Uh, but if Kentucky scores 20 points, Kentucky I think has the number one scoring defense right now. Yeah, in the NCAA. Absolutely. So they're they're Georgia, there. They're they're legit. Look, they're this, this is going to be as, a ruckus crowd. Yeah, they're going to get these. That crowd is going to get these players hyped. I'm I'm Snell, tell, yeah, baby. I am telling you. <laughs> and Georgia's defense has been vulnerable to the run game. So if you can get Benny Snell going. You get some other running backs going, and you know AJ Rose. Get the please. I am begging this offense to just throw it to someone like CJ Conrad. Yeah, he yeah. deserves it. After catching that, you know, touchdown-winning pass against huge, Missouri last weekend, huge. he deserves it. Give it to him. Give it to your other weapons in the game. Give it to Lynn Bolden. A fair share of times too, but give it, keep it, keep that Georgia defense. You know, keep the offense unpredictable for Georgia's defense. Keep you know just just I, do I, something different every yeah. now and again. I I think the key for Kentucky is to disrupt from. Uh, I I definitely think that if they can get to him uh, like they've done with other. Really good quarterbacks. And we, LSU did. They were able to get yeah. the from. They LSU they destroyed disrupt, Georgia. They disrupted him. They, they destroyed him. Yeah. I mean, they did. And and it's not a. It's not like a Louisville Clemson, you know, destroy. But it 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 really is. They as far as the SEC is concerned, that they really shut them down. They they handled them. Mm-hmm. And I definitely think that Kentucky has that type of caliber defense where they can do that. The key for Kentucky is offense. If the offense can put numbers on it, this this game exactly will be done. It will exactly it, it will. Yep. 
And it, it this has a potential. I'm not, yeah, I'm not worried about defense. I'm really not. I feel like they can hold their own against Georgia. Yeah. It's the offense. It's just the offense. Yeah. Again, Georgia's defense has been vulnerable to the run game. Yeah. So if you get Benny Snow going, yeah, and just keep it unpredictable, like I said. I mean, just every now and again, just throw a bomb and see what happens. If you enter, if it, if they intercept I don't, it, I don't, oh and, well. And not to disagree, but I don't think they really need to throw a bomb. I, I think they not need to really throw, throw 15, a bomb. Yards, just throw pass, it, yeah. you know, ten to fifteen yards. Something that that won't scare the bejesus out of you. <laughs> you know, yeah. bombs scare me. They always do because they usually get intercepted. Um, but you know, it, it's um, it's one of those things that I definitely think that Kentucky can hang. Mm-hmm. I definitely think that Kentucky could win this game. They're certainly not out of it. Um, but if you were to ask me which who would win, I would probably pick Georgia. But my heart says Kentucky all the way, and I hope that they do. I hope I'm wrong, guys. That's all I've you know got to say about that. I mean, like I said, there's a lot of stuff that has to happen, but. There's not. I mean, there's. If you do a couple of things, this is this is a winnable game. It really is. And just for you know, a key to the game, Kentucky's defense. They uh, something that they have to do, shut down the running backs because uh, they have Evander Holyfield's son as their running back. So uh, they've they've got to shut him down and they've got to stop the running uh, the passing game. And I, uh, yeah, I shut that. Matt they, Jones just uh, tweeted. He said that uh, there's a decent-sized Georgia crowd at the game. He said one side of the stadium has a lot in the upper level, which that's kind of to be expected. For Georgia? Jo- Georgia travels well, just like any other great SEC power. Um, but he did say about 85% is UK. It's definitely going to be overwhelming. You know uh, the fans. I mean, uh, it was sold out. Yeah, over sixty thousand people. You know, Georgia's well traveled. They're gonna they have are. people there, but they, you know, eighty-five percent's plenty. I'll t- I'll take forty-eight thousand fans. You know, uh, that's fine with me. Of the sixty, that I, I don't have a problem with that. You know, so I, I definitely think that this, uh, you know, this team is gonna have a huge crowd behind it, and they're gonna need it. They're going to need to disrupt that quarterback. And as their model has been, Kentucky's model, as it has been all season, it takes all of us. Yes. And it really does. Not just the players, but all the fans. Absolutely. The fans that come to the games, they need to be up every single play and cheering for their team, cheering for their Wildcats, because they're going to need it. Because there's a lot of implications for this game, and they have a lot of work to do. But they can do it. They just need, they need our support. And they need to be feel confident that they can do it. And for uh, going back to the keys of the game for their offense, just they have to be able to produce long drives. Yes, that's something else. Because if they keep letting Georgia get to it, that I mean, Kentucky's yeah. defense is number one in my in my opinion. But eventually, you're going to get tired. Yeah, thank goodness so need, we have a really good punter too. Yes, um, this that is, is going to be that is important. a good. You know that uh, is a good. Uh, that's a good point. Yeah, he's a great punter. Yeah, and uh, if we can get them back on their heels, you know where they're starting their drives every time within you know before the twenty, we're gonna we're gonna you know we're gonna have a chance, guys. I don't I don't think this is a slam dunk for Georgia, um, and my hopes is that uh, you know again that Kentucky comes through. Snell gets to drive the ball. 
you know, we get some just give it to your stars. Yeah. And, 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 and don't Terry be afraid Wilson, of the short pass. Don't be afraid of the short passes. Just the screen thing. passes. Not just screen passes. Just yeah. not, not just screen passes. Just do little slant plays. Yeah. You know, I... Again, use, well, I mean, use it, other weapons. It doesn't have... You know, just just don't, don't fear... Terry needs to not fear the second option. And, you know, and, and he needs to understand that... If he's going right and there's nothing there, he needs to whip his head over real quick to the left. We and already know. We already there. know how good of a runner he can be. Yeah, and that—that's I think that's what he's doing. Is he looks right and he doesn't see it, and he automatically thinks run mm-hmm. after that. And, and instead of that, you know, maybe uh, you know, look left a little bit, or maybe drive or start running that way and, and mm-hmm. dump it off. You know, mm-hmm. there, there's a lot of stuff that can be done. I definitely think that. Uh, you know, uh, Stoops, in, in his interviews, I think he's definitely feeling really confident. Which he should be. And um, I just wanted to let everybody know that UofL just went on, went for it uh, on fourth down on their four-yard line of Clemson, and it was an incomplete pass, and they just turned it over back to Clemson. <laughs> so At they least went we on, have... instead of kicking a field goal, guys, they go for the touchdown because you know that seventy-seven to sixteen will make a huge difference <laughs> if it's seventy-seven to twenty-three. <laughs> All right. At least we have a team that's you know not a disappointment this yeah. season. I'm sorry, guys. I have been, but this is fun. You know, <laughs> I just uh, just freaking seriously, Kentucky though. These fans have been striving for you know season like this. And, you know, if you listen to Matt Jones' post-game show against Missouri, you had that fun fan, uh, the father that, you know, he's he's seen Kentucky win that national championship back in 1950. He's seen them have a good, uh, winning their 10th game back in 1977. And the fact that, you know, after they came back once Georgia and him and his yep. son hugged and they cried. This is what Kentucky football is about. And, you know, these fans have been very loyal throughout, even throughout all of the, 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 you know, the terrible seasons that Kentucky has had. The fact that they're still here, Kentucky's 7-1, they're 5-1 and one in the, the SEC for a shot to go to the SEC championship game against either Alabama or LSU. That's, it's amazing to me. And this story has been, even if you're not a Kentucky fan, this story of Kentucky making it this far and being how good they have been, it's just amazing. It's an amazing story. And it's a real, it's a good story for everybody. And for you Nebraska football fans who you think are still relevant, <laughs> I, I, I don't know what you're smoking, guys. Or, you know, uh, if you're smoking some corn. I don't know if the corns there have been laced with like uh, with crack or hashish or I don't know, but that you're not relevant anymore, and you're probably not going to be rele- relevant for another for a long time. So at, just, at, le- at least have an established record before you tar- start. You're, you're two and smack. six, and you play Ohio State today. Yeah, yeah. So you, just shut up. All right, going to the last game that we're going to talk about today on this pregame show. Primetime game. Yes. Alabama travels. Looking to take forward on. to this. Alabama travels. Take on LSU and Baton Rouge. 
boy, what a game that's going to be. Yeah, the, the, the whole I, nation should be watching this game tonight. Yeah, this it, is going to be Alabama's biggest test. Yeah. And we know how good Alabama is, but if they come into LSU and they destroy LSU... It, it, the we, national championship's over. It's locked up. Yeah. Yeah, I mean... Locked up. You know, all, all the teams that are out there, Notre Dame... Uh, you know, we already saw. Ohio I've said State. this from the beginning of the season. I don't think anyone's going to be able to beat this Alabama team. Yeah, yeah. And but uh, we'll see tonight. Yeah, if it's possible, it ought to be interesting to see. You know, LSU got to Georgia. Okay, defensively, they disrupted different teams. Oh, I know, I know. But it ought to be interesting. We know that LSU has a good defense, so it ought to be interesting to see if they can get to Tua. You know, that first drive. The first drive is going to be a, a great indicator oh, of yeah. what's going to happen, because if they can get in there and you know not not necessarily sack them, but you know rush throws things like that. But he hasn't, Tua hasn't had to see any of that. No. And so you know, and he's young. Yeah. So if somebody gets to him, then you know what what's going to happen to him as far as psychologically. Um, how do they adjust? And, you know, Nick Saban's the greatest at that, too. I think Alabama – I mean, I know I predicted. I know we had a bet that said LSU would win. But, honestly, I think at the end of the day, Alabama's going to get this win. I do, too. Because, let's just – you know, the national championship game last year, again, when Alabama played Georgia, they put in Tua. Yeah. He was a freshman last year, of course. They put him in the second half, and he led him to that victory. He looked like a veteran a as a freshman. Yeah. I, so he, I totally I forgot about that game. I, he, he was put in that game. Yeah. And oh, man. We, he can play. We know how he can play under pressure. Yeah. So, uh, you know, and I guess maybe uh, the I, honestly, only thing I could work against him is he may be a little rusty in seeing the pressure. Yeah. Uh, things like that. But, I mean, that I think can it's be, gonna be I think it's going to be a close game. But I think at the end of the day, I mean, two is going to be clutch, and I think he's going to lead him again to another victory. Tyler, I'm I'm going to disagree. I'm going to say they win by 21. Uh, they win by 21 points. Um, but I mean, I I just think that Alabama, on paper, again, Alabama hasn't really faced the competition LSU has um, in in that regard. They they played some decent teams, but this is really the first big test of the season. Meaning that they they could lose a game. If there's anybody that could beat them, it could be LSU. Nobody else can. I, I put Notre Dame against them. I don't see Notre Dame. I see Notre Dame getting crushed by them. I really do. Uh, all all the teams that are uh, Clemson, Clemson has shown its colors. You know, it, uh, against decent teams uh, that have. Good I still defenses. think Alabama would be Clemson. Oh no no I'm saying uh, I'm yeah. just saying that I don't think I don't see Clemson beating Alabama because nope. Clemson if they face any type of defense at all they they shudder they mm-hmm. do you know and uh, Texas A&M yep. you know um, so Texas A&M has a really good defense uh, not great but it's good and uh, yep. I think Alabama's better defense is better than theirs. Um, they certainly have the more athleticism out of the two, too, which that definitely hurts Clemson's types of game. But back to the LSU-Alabama, this uh, this is should be watched nationwide. This is your national championship as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, and it again, really I mean, that game decides who represents the West yes. in the SEC, uh, SEC championship game. A little known fact, 
But I, Alabama loses this game, they still get in the championship. They still, yeah. Yeah. They, I don't see how you can take out Alabama. No. No, I, I, really I don't, don't think so either. Unless they nosedive and lose another game. But uh, LSU loses this game, they're out. No two team, two lost teams going to win. I mean, Alabama out. in a couple of weeks, they play. This is this is who yeah. they play. Yeah. It's an FCS team. Yeah. The Citadel. Yeah. yeah. The Citadel. I feel yeah. so sorry for them. <laughs> well, I know. The, the I know good thing is, you only have to fi- uh, you only have to face two of probably for the first half. So. <laughs> <laughs> I feel so sorry for them. Honestly, I mean, the, I know they're getting a pretty good paycheck probably for coming to Alabama. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. Couple million, maybe. Yeah. But, but I, anyways, just, uh, just looking at the keys of this for this LSU uh, Alabama game, for Alabama, they just need to do what they've been doing all season. Uh, Tua, just get him going, get their weapons in a going. Uh, I mean, that's like I said, all Alabama has to do is what they've been doing all season. Yep. And their defense. I mean, you can't say much. I mean, so what if Arkansas scores thirty-one? They didn't. That's just you know giving respect to Arkansas because you know if they really wanted their defense to play they probably could they would have shut down Arkansas and that goes for other teams too, but uh, for for their defense again they just need to shut down Nick Brissett who's his LSU's running back uh, and just you know shut down their offensive game if they if Alabama's defense shows up it's over yeah which you know it's completely over yeah for. For LSU, they have a lot more stuff to do if they want to win this game. Basically, their defense is going to have to keep Alabama's offense off the field. Yes, and which that's, it's, that's it's, absolutely it's, what it's, you have to do. It's kind of the same thing for Kentucky. They're, Kentucky's offense is going to have to produce long drives, and that's the same thing for LSU. They're going to have to be able to put together long drives and get their defense rested and ready for that next Alabama drive. Yes. That's the only, in my opinion, that's the only chance that LSU has. I, I agree. And uh, and uh, believe me, I, I don't say this stuff to for sensationalism. This Alabama team's probably one of the best in their history. And, and the oh, reason, I think it is. Yeah. And the the really thing that flabbergasts me is to think that Tua's coming back next year. Yes, one more year. Yeah. One more year. And and that that's the shocking part of this is that And they're only losing one running back. Yeah. Who's a senior. Yeah. And, and their other running back is coming back. It's just insane to think about this team utterly destroying just utterly destroying teams next year. And um, and it, it's, it's going to be Alabama and everybody else, you know. Alabama at this Alabama point, already next established year is a pro team. Yeah, they are. I mean, Alabama already established that they have an island all to themselves. They have a nice resort island all to themselves, yeah. and everyone else is, you know, <laughs> everyone else is on an island. So I mean, I, I wanted to say this, and this is kind of, um, you know. A really big thing for Alabama is Alabama today establishes truly establishes their dominance over the entire league. Even though we know on paper it looks that way, they're you know as dominant as it comes. But this is their statement game. This is why I think they're going to win by twenty one. Okay, not because of you know them being that much better. I just think that. They're here to say this is ours. This, this is this is our title 
for you to win. Mm -hmm. And they're establishing themselves. We are the SEC. We own it. We dominate it. SEC is the best uh, conference in the football. You know, this, there's so much going on with this game that I love that I think it's going to be fantastic to watch. Yep. So everybody watch it. Uh, well, everyone you know. watch the Kentucky. Georgia oh, yes, game too. definitely, definitely. Watch and by both the way, of those it's coming games. up. We got to. It's coming up. Yeah. So. <laughs> That's the end of this pregame show. We we thank you guys every single week for your, for those who are still listening to it and have listened to every single episode. We really thank you guys. Uh, we we are both really excited about this, and I know Gavin is too. Uh, this is going to be this has been one of the funnest things I've ever had the opportunity to do, and and gonna, of course going to keep doing it, uploading, you know, getting content out every single week. And if you want to call us. On our uh, on our social media, Instagram is at Podcast. You can find us on Facebook now. On our Facebook page, all you have to do is look up in the search bar at Podcast, and we're going to be up there. And we're doing more stuff on Twitter. You can find us there at Podcast. M is capitalized, and the P is also capitalized, so... You just look up Man Cave Podcast. You're yeah, gonna it'll find pull us. up. I've already done that. So. Like it, do whatever you want, comment anything, and we'll, we'll comment back at you. Um, if you will find me on my personal account on Instagram, it's at Tyler Walrus Golf. And of course, if you have anything to say, I'll make sure to get back with you. And we we're everywhere on the as far as uh, where you can find us. We're on Anchor. That's of course that's the that's where we upload on, and they distribute it to. Uh, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, among others, and that's just three of them. So you can, there's multiple ways you can find our podcast. Like us wherever you're at. Uh, give us five stars. It would mean a tremendous amount to us. Tyler, get the popcorn out. Kentucky's about to start playing. Kentucky's about to start. I'm going to be a nervous eater. Probably be a couple cuss words in there, but... <laughs> Again, again, until the post-game show tomorrow. Go Cats! Go Cats, guys. Until tomorrow, this has been the Man Cave Sports Podcast.